While wedding websites used to be something extra couples included to convey information to their more tech-savvy guests, in this day and age, 2022, it is an absolute essential. In today's episode, I'm covering six must-have details for your wedding website, including tips from what I often see that is missed. So let's get to it. You're listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verve Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne, because we have a wedding to plan. Today's episode is brought to you by our Ask the Planner wedding planning template shop. Regardless of where you are in the wedding planning journey, our template shop has wedding planning shortcuts created just for you. Our most popular item is the ultimate wedding planning checklist for couples, no surprise there, and the wedding mood board template. The checklist is a game changer that tells you what to do when as you plan your wedding. And for all my decor-obsessed couples and fellow wedding pros, the Wedding Mood Board template organizes that messy Pinterest board into a cohesive decor plan. For my wedding pros out there, my styled shoot, photo, shot list, and timeline is also just for you. Get access to all wedding planning shortcuts and more in the Wedding Planning Template Shop at shop.verveventco.com. Again, that's shop.verveventco.com. Make sure you use the code PODCAST10 for 10% off your entire purchase. Again, use the code PODCAST10 at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. Hey y'all, welcome to today's episode of Ask the Planner. I am your host, Desiree Adams, and admittedly, I am the first person to obsess over luxurious stationery, but even though couples are still splurging on wedding invitation suites, more and more are foregoing RSVP carts and opting for a convenient online option. So in today's episode, I'm covering six must-have details for your wedding website, including tips from what I often see missed. Your wedding invitations, and by extension your wedding website, is one of your first impressions into your heirloom occasion, your wedding day, So it's worth a little extra effort to get just right. At least that's my opinion as a wedding planner. So whether you are newly engaged or near the end getting ready to mail your invitations, I'm going to break down everything you need to include on your wedding website to ensure a flawless experience for your guests from the second they type your URL into their browser. Now, if you all are new to the show, welcome again. I'm so glad to have you. I would love to know where you're from, what you're doing, what you're planning, etc. So leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and just let me know where you live, what questions you have, all that stuff. If you are on a tum crunch, I'm going to get into more detail in this in the episode. But here are the six details you definitely need to include on your wedding website right up front. Okay, get some paper or get out your voice notes app, whatever it is. Okay, number one, the logistics. Obviously, like your wedding date, time, and location. If you don't even have the time, just the date and the location is really, really good. Two, any travel information that will help them get to your destination and or the wedding venue. Again, it's travel info to help them get to your destination and or wedding venue. Number three, 
a loose itinerary for the weekend to help them with their travel plans. Again, that's an itinerary for the weekend. Number four, contact info for any follow-up questions. Contact info for any follow-up questions. Number five, clear guidelines as to whether or not it's a kid-friendly affair or not. And we're going to get into that, like all of this, in a little bit. Again, guidelines as to whether or not kids are invited, yay or nay. And number six, any insider information that would be helpful for first-timers to the venue or your destination. Again, that's helpful info for the first-timers to your destination. Okay, ready? Let's jump into it. Some of these are a little extra important for my couples since upstate New York is often considered a destination wedding location and many couples have guests driving in from New York City or Boston or wherever, but the reality is almost every wedding is going to include out-of-town guests, so considering their needs from the start is a decision you're not going to regret. First, let's start with the logistics like your wedding date, time, and location. So this is number one. The logistics. Now, I know it seems obvious, sure, but on your wedding website, you basically want to recap all of the information on your wedding invitation. While your guests will likely attach your beautiful invitation or save the date to their fridge as something to look forward to, your wedding website is what they will actually be probably looking at when they book the trip to your wedding venue and request the time off with their boss. When you start designing your wedding website, this is some of the most important information you include, so make sure it's clear and easy to find on your website. I know you want a place to show off your engagement photos and your website design skills maybe, and I want that for you too, but you don't want to choose aesthetics over clarity, at least not at this point, not on your website. Now, if you are concerned about privacy and don't want to include your wedding date, time, or location for whatever reason, I recommend adding a password to your wedding website or just not listing it all together. Ultimately, you need to do what you're comfortable with, but trust me when I say that your guests are going to be looking for this information for sure. Okay, that's number one, the logistics, date, time, and location. Number two, let's talk about any travel info that will help them get to your destination and or the wedding venue. Again, I might be a little biased since most of my couples do have a majority of their guests coming in from out of town, being based in upstate New York and it being a destination location, but I'm guessing that you have at least a few guests traveling to celebrate with you guys. First, if you have a room block, include any and all information here. That's a code that they might need to mention to get the lowest rate, when the rooms need to be booked by or you don't get the reduced weight, and if there is a limited number of rooms, literally all of the details. And guys, more and more, I'm seeing that hotels are not giving complimentary room blocks, meaning, you know, if you book like 20 rooms with them, they need you to book a minimum number of hotel rooms, or else if your guests don't do it, you're going to have to pay for those unused rooms. So it's really important to put in bold the date by when they need to book those rooms by. And I would actually honestly do it like two weeks before they're actually due because then if you have to scramble to fill those rooms, you still have like another two more weeks to try to fill that block. But anyways, I digress. Yes, you might have people skimming that info because they're not there yet, but especially if you have older guests that are attending, they really want to have all those details laid out for them, super specific. Most of my couples are well-traveled, so I always like to remind them that just because 
your travel comfort is high, it doesn't mean that the same is true for your wedding guests. So keep that in mind. Also, on top of room block information, depending on your wedding location, you may also want to include popular driving routes or the closest airport. Let them know if you recommend renting a car or if public transportation is sufficient, if Uber is good or not. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in the episode, but for now, make a note of any travel information for both the wedding venue and the destination itself. Next, number three, a loose itinerary for the weekend to help them with their travel plans. Your guests definitely want to celebrate you at your wedding, but they may also want to make the most of their weekend by checking out nearby tourist attractions, trying local restaurants, or anything of that kind. Before they start planning, make sure to outline all of the wedding festivities they're invited to outside of the wedding day, like will there be a welcome dinner Friday night or morning after brunch on Sunday, an optional excursion on Thursday. You want guests to have a loose itinerary so that when they make Make their plans they can also schedule their lives accordingly after all it's your wedding and it's easy to forget that your guests might have other plans too or might want to do other stuff like if they bring their kids or whatever so the earlier they know they can plan to include those activities as well as other ones that they might want to check out too nobody wants to book a restaurant reservation during your welcome dinner or plan their flight home for sunday morning if you're having an afternoon barbecue for everybody else Okay, number four. This is the one thing that I find my couples might forget. Include your contact info for any follow-up questions. Yes, your guests will likely have contact info for one or both of you, but it doesn't hurt to include it here. And you may not want them to reach out to you, but honestly, it's going to help and they're probably not going to reach out to you anyways. But, you know, perhaps maybe your partner's aunt will want to contact you with a surprise for her niece or nephew. Maybe your partner is being less responsive or informative with the wedding details and their grandma would rather talk to you. I highly recommend including contact info here. And if you have a preferred way, they ask wedding related questions like email text, whatever, share that here too. Also, if you have a wedding planner, feel free to include their information in there too. Of course, make sure you check with them first if that's okay, but that's included in our services for our full service couples because let's be honest, I'm probably going to know the answer more likely than they will. So it's just easier for everyone that I get ahead of the issue and answer their questions and not bother the couple with it. Okay, number five, Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Are the kids invited? No matter how clear you make your wedding invitations, there are still people who are going to assume their children are invited. I know there are a lot of templates out there on what to quote unquote say if children are not invited, but honestly, clear is more important than cute in this case. I recommend including something along the lines of, this will be an adults only celebration, period. Make it clear, guys. More than making it clear that sorry children are not invited, I recommend either offering childcare during the wedding or including a list of recommended options, whether that be local babysitters or if there is something that your hotel provides. You might also want to include this in the loose itinerary of the weekend as well so that it's clear if it's only the wedding where children are not invited or if they should make other arrangements for the other wedding festivities as well. Like, for example, I went to a family wedding 
recently in Boston and we wanted to bring our kids because we we're like, this is so much fun. Boston is great. We got my friend to watch our kids, but we brought them to the welcome party the night before because it was at a bowling alley and it was like a nice, fun, fancy bowling alley, but they got to see some of their cousins. They bowled. We got to hang out with our, you know, our family. So it was nice. We left them with my friend for the day for the wedding. And then I, honestly, my daughter got sick and then we actually couldn't even attend the wedding. But anyways, it's neither here nor there. Keep in mind, though, that not including children may result in a lower attendance to your wedding and extra festivities, but ultimately, this is your wedding day and your choice to make. So at the end of the day, your job is to make it clear and try to be helpful by providing resources that your guests can use as a starting place, and then you can leave the rest up to them. Last but not least, include any insider information that would be helpful for first-timers to the venue or the destination. Now, this is where you may want to include things that aren't all wedding related. So like for my couples, if you're getting married in upstate New York, you may want to include must see things for guests to make the most out of their trip because they're probably never gonna come here again unless they have family here. So I like to include tourist attractions, fun places to go hiking, our favorite wineries and breweries, a favorite local coffee shop, like small places, not like this is where Starbucks is. Whatever you all believe, your guests should know before visiting and things that you guys love doing at your destination that you want them to do too. I mentioned this earlier, but it's also worth repeating. Do not forget to include travel logistics, the closest airport, whether or not they should rent a car or can easily catch an Uber, the list goes on. Are there speed traps you want to warn your guests about? Is parking expensive? Many places don't take cash. Let them know ahead of time so that they can prepare this because you are the insider with all of the info and it's just going to make their experience that much more enjoyable. As for the wedding venue, you may have been to your wedding venue several times by the time you sit down to write your wedding website. So try to see this for the first time. Like think about if my guests have never been here, what would they need to know? Just like think through like, all right, I get here. I There's like a funny, you know, landmarker that I use to make sure like this is the right turnoff. And then we park in this spot because it's the best, you know, it's like the easiest walking distance, whatever. Stuff, stuff like that. Also, are you providing a shuttle service? Is there, you know, readily accessible parking there? Is there anything nearby your wedding venue that they may want to see? Does Google Maps tell you it takes 15 minutes to get there, but you know it actually takes more like 20 to 25 minutes because of traffic? When it comes to your wedding venue, your guests don't know what they don't know, so they won't know the right questions to ask. While this last tip is kind of a vague category, I recommend walking through your wedding weekend in your mind and jotting down literally everything your guests might want to know. You can have the most important information laid out for guests that just want a quick recap at the top, and then you have a lot more details below for guests that really, really want to get into the nitty-gritty. So yeah, so that wraps up today's episode on what to include on your wedding website, short and sweet. But to recap again, here are the six things you make sure you don't want to miss. One, the logistics like your wedding date, time, and location. Two, any travel information that will help them get to your destination and or wedding venue. Three, a loose itinerary for the weekend to help them with their travel plans. Four, contact info for any follow-up questions. Five, clear guidelines as to whether or not it's a friendly affair for kids or not. 
and then also babysitters and stuff like that to help them. Also, any insider information for first-timers to the venue or the destination. Remember, your wedding website really will be one of the first glimpses they have into your wedding day, so you want to make it both beautiful but also functional. While you might get caught up in the design, after all, there are some incredible wedding website templates out there, making sure guests don't get frustrated actually using the site and finding the information they need is very, very important so that they can attend. Now, I know that most of you are probably listening to this in the car or on the treadmill or cleaning your house, so I have you covered. For the episode show notes and links, head to verveventco.com forward slash 70. Again, that's verveventco.com forward slash seven zero. Now, if you want a little more on this topic, make sure you check out episode 49, where I interviewed West Avenue Agency. And if you're interested in a custom wedding website or getting a little extra help with it, it is a must listen. But she's also great and has kind of other ideas to make sure to include on the wedding website. Now, if you all have follow-up questions or want me to talk more in depth about what you heard today, please leave the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, leave your Instagram handle, what your question is, and I will address it in a future episode and obviously follow you back. And while you're there, I would love for you to give us feedback on this new format for season three. I love listening to your feedback and definitely think about all of them very, very seriously, like a lot. So anything that you have that would make the show better, I'm open to all of it. Speaking of reviews, let's get to today's review of the day. So this review is from AL underscore 2022JN. So I don't know your name. Sorry. We'll call you Al. Okay. Al writes, five stars, relatable and trustworthy advice. Yay. Desiree's podcast has the rare ability to put my type A worries at ease. Oh my gosh. That makes me That makes me feel so much better. Yay. Thank you for the practical tips and sharing your experiences. Oh my gosh, Al, or whatever your name is, thank you so much for that really, really great review. I love it. I am also type A, so I feel like I give a lot of the details for all my type A people because that's where I am. But thank you so much for your review, guys. And make sure um, you leave yours as well or leave me multiple reviews. Love it all. I actually leave multiple reviews for my favorite podcast just because I'm just like, you're awesome. Here's five stars. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, this episode was the best. I loved this tidbit and that's it. But anyways, anything you could do, even share the episode with your friends, other people that you think might find it helpful, your vendors, anything, guys, Just I just really appreciate all you guys do. I just, I just love being here with you guys. And I think it's been a while that I've been talking to you all. So I'm just really happy to be back. That is all for today's episode on what to include in your wedding website. It has never been easier than now to create a wedding website that both excites your guests, but also gives them a lot of information and is easy to use. So don't miss this first impression opportunity. If you want to reference the show notes later and double check you don't miss anything, you can find today's show notes at verveventco.com forward slash 70. Thank you all so much for joining me today. I love spending time with you all in your earbuds, in your car, wherever you are. I also still need like a name for you all, like a group. Anyone that can think of a really good name, I will give you $50 off the podcast template shop. If you can think of something good, I will literally give you a $50 coupon for our template shop because I really, really want one. Anyways, I don't want to call you all my planners because you're not all, all planners, ATP is like what I think of the podcast in my head, like a, like Ask the Planner, ATPP, but that sounds stupid. So anyways, let me know. Thank you all so much for joining me today. 
I love being with you all. Let's connect further. I would love to see you on Instagram at Ask the Planner Podcast and on TikTok. We changed our TikTok name to also Ask the Planner Podcast. Send me some DMs with your questions. Also, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can definitely do that as well. The voicemail number is 585-210-3467. Again, that's 585 210 Three, four, six, seven. Leave us a voicemail, and I'm so excited to respond to your question in a future episode. That is all for this week on Ask the Planner Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining me today, and I will talk to you all very soon. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com, where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you. 